Hey everyone, I'm Ari Meglin here with Rachel Poley and we're your host for the Mary Writer Podcast. We are on episode 113 and this week's question is, should you add pictures into your books? Before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss a show. And if you enjoy our episode, please do give it a like, write a review and share it with friends. Okay, so what do I mean by pictures? This kind of covers a few things. This is map, maybe it's scenes, headers, things like that. So let's take maps. We have discussed this before in other episodes, but quick recap. If you write things like fantasy or sci-fi and your book covers a large area or multiple locations, especially if it's like a quest or anything, a map can be a really good visual aid to include. There are people who really need that kind of detail of how far things are. And also we have our maps and things in our heads and we have an idea of how things look. It's not always as easy to get that detail across, especially because description can be quite intense. So having a map can really help that. So obviously that's probably the main one people think of when they say pictures in a book. Obviously, there's other things like full artwork. Now, this is something I usually find in middle grade books or lower age range books. I'm thinking Roald Dahl's books like The Witches or The Twits. They had some great artwork by Quentin Blake. Simple little images of scenes within the book that really kind of caught you. And I also remember the Deptford Mice series by Robin Jarvis had artwork. That was a lot more detailed artwork. It was almost like charcoal drawings at one point. And they would have scenes in the book. I always remember those books were quite brutal at times. <laughs> to say the age I read them, thinking back on it, I, I think I should have read them when I was older. <laughs> They were a little bit violent in places, but there were these different scenes throughout. And it wasn't it wasn't like every page had a scene. It was maybe one picture or two pictures per chapter. And it just, just something a little bit more visual just to give you an idea of how the characters might look or what sort of situation it was in. It did help to get you immersed in the story, especially if it's a younger book where you're getting used to reading a bit more. And then obviously there's also things like chapter header imagery or edging or hard page page breaks. These can be simple designs up the side of a page, usually on the chapter page or around the words. If you've got a chapter title or just even the word chapter, you can have like a picture underneath around. The examples I can think of are To Kill a Kingdom by Alexandra Christor and Song of the Dryad by Natalia Lee. They had these really nice little decorative imagery. I think To Kill a Kingdom had like tentacles hanging down around the chapter page. Actually, I just read another book. What have I just read? A Deal with the Elf King by, I'm probably going to get this wrong, Elisa Corvo. She had like on the first page of each chapter, pictures of like flowers down the side. And it was quite a striking visual. I think there's more and more people looking at doing that sort of thing these days. Well, you think of all the bookstagram accounts that you follow on Instagram and you see all the different imagery that people can create using the books on their shelves. And I've been seeing a lot of people lately post books where the not the spine, but the other side where you see the pages, people have been adding artwork to that so that when you when the book is closed and you you look at the the opposite of the spine, I don't I don't know what that what is that called? Yeah, it's like it's it's the edges of the pages. Yeah, people have been having like have it formatted so that the ink 
on the edges of the pages when the book is closed, it makes a picture or just a simple design or some sort of symbol or just anything. And I've been seeing a ton of them on Instagram lately where people are collecting hardcover books and they're stacking them up and they're like, look at all these designs. And I'm like, where are you getting these? Where did these come from? <laughs> I haven't seen them before, but I've seen, I mean, I've seen them in the past, but for some reason they're popping up a lot lately. It's like the the new fad. I mean, first it was formatting, like the headers of the chapters and stuff like that. And now it's the, the edges of the book. And people, authors, I should say, are finding more and more ways to make their books more eye-catching. It's not just the book cover anymore. It's not just the formatting on the inside. It's every little nook and cranny of the book. If they can turn it into a piece of art, I guess, then they're going to do that. And people are showing it off. And Hey, great marketing tactic. People are posting it all over social media being like, this is pretty. <laughs> That's incredible because I remember back, you know, back in the, I don't even know, dates, years and years and years and years ago, you would get these really old books where there was either a picture on the, the edges of the pages or if you pushed the pages very gently and kind of had them sloping that created an image as well and it was it was one of those things that I always associate with back in the day kind of thing and I, I will admit to <laughs> probably going to get a lot of flag for this I will admit to being in school and having had to buy some horrible crappy textbook and doing the whole thing where you squeeze the book tight and then you draw a picture across the pages that are typed together and then you'd like and, and people as you shut the book people go oh I can see you know it's like maybe probably a dinosaur because that's why you straw all the time. But I didn't know that that was come back. I must have missed that. And I can't imagine how expensive that must be. Right. But I used to do the same thing in school with your textbooks and just, yeah, I think everybody did. <laughs> I don't think it counts if it's, a, if it's a crappy textbook. If it's like something about maths, it's like, oh, right. I think it's fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, man, I totally derailed this conversation. But I think, I think stuff like that, it just adds a little bit more to the books. And I think as, as Ari said, the, the images, it just, it helps readers. Not everybody reads the same way. And it, it doesn't matter your age, whether you're just learning how to read or you've been reading for years. Some people are slow readers. Some people, as they read, they imagine a movie in their head. Other people don't. So having the artwork, whether you choose to add it or not, really adds a little bit to it. Um, I grew up reading the Warrior series by Erin Hunter, and they it's a middle grade series, but there weren't images in there. there. There was a map at the beginning of the book, and then the chapter headers had images of the characters. And um, especially seeing as the characters were cats, it did help being like, okay, this specific one is an orange tabby. This specific cat is silver. <laughs> And it, it does, I don't know, it just, it adds a lot to it. And I think depending on the genre and the audience, you can use your own judgment about whether you want to add artwork or not to your books. I remember growing up whenever we would get a, <laughs> we'd get a book in school to read. And if it had pictures in it, great. It was the coolest thing. But then as you got older, you, and you got into the later grades and they'd give you a book to read everybody in class would thumb through it and be like, where are the pictures? Where are the pictures? How are we supposed to read this? This chapter is six pages long and there's no pictures. How am I going to get through this? And now graphic novels are making a huge comeback. I mean, they've been around for, for a while anyway, but like now all of a sudden, like the kids I babysit, they're more interested in reading graphic novels than they are chapter books. Um, the youngest is nine years old and she's fully capable of reading chapter books without any pictures, but she prefers to have the pictures and she loves 
loves graphic novels. I guess like to, again, to make a long story short, because I ramble, I think it's a great idea to add artwork, whether it's simple character sketches or it's a map in the front or it's just something, a header, it's just something extra for the readers to focus on as they make it through. Yeah, it makes it a little bit more unique in a way. I mean, obviously I say that like if everyone did it, but it's different because like if you decide to create a chapter header image that ties in with your story, like in To Kill a Kingdom, there is these like octopus tentacles because it's about mermaids and sirens and octopus people. I can't think of the term. If there is a term, think Ursula from The Little Mermaid. So it worked and it made it really unique in that way. But yeah, so adding a little image is kind of cool. It Let's be honest, it does take a bit more time. I think there's a lot of cover artists who are willing to do that now. And obviously you probably have to get your formatter in on that to make sure that whatever design you have or picture works well with the pages and it doesn't affect any of the formatting. But let's be honest, we're seeing a lot more visual things with authors. We're seeing a lot more character profiles. We're seeing a lot more aesthetics and maps and details and designs. I would not be surprised if character portraits start making it into books. Like, say you had a book that had, like, three or four parts, and the first, like, ten chapters were by a character called Emma, and then the next ten chapters were by a character called... The next ten chapters are at the point of view of a character called Richard, and then the next ten chapters are from the point of view of a character called Tanya. I could imagine someone creating a character portrait or, like, a, a silhouette of each character, and at the beginning of the part you know, whichever first part, second part, third part, having that at the front and going through. I can totally see that happen. I can see as as more and more authors pay for artists to do character profiles, to get designs, you know, whether it's um, tattoos or sigils or anything that connects to the book. I can see those things making their way into book. I think we're getting toward that more. And the fact that the trend has come back of putting it on the edges of pages is, yeah, definitely. It's a lot of work and I don't know how people do it, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty it's pretty cool and as you said like it it's something unique to add to your book and I mean yeah it's not really unique if everybody does it but again if it if it pertains to just your story then yeah it is its own thing and you can think of what you can do with a series if you write a series and you have pictures drawn on the edges of your pages or even on like the on the spine and you stack the books together like you can make another picture with that when you have the whole set and it's it's so enticing for readers to want to buy the the complete set so that they can see that picture i'm one of those people that if i if i buy the first book in hardcover i need the rest of the series in hardcover if i buy the first book in paperback i need the rest of the series in paperback i can't have them mixed that's just a travesty so absolutely not I feel like i got a little off topic here i guess if you're gonna add if the whole question is, you know, should you add pictures to your books? I think we're saying yes. <laughs> Whether it's just a map or something, which again, we've already talked about in another episode. We, we're we all for maps. We would love to have a map at the beginning of the book. But yeah, there's just, there's just something about adding artwork to your books, even though like drawings and words are considered to be like polar opposites. They're two separate things, but like they can work so beautifully together. And I, I think you don't, I'm going to actually turn this on its head for a minute. Think if you decide that you shouldn't add artwork inside your book, or you feel like there it doesn't fit in there well, like for example, if you're writing like an adult horror, I mean, you definitely could add artwork to add to the horror, but if it's like, 
that was a really bad example. I don't know. But depending on the audience, if it's like something that's too mature or if it's too heavy of a topic and you don't feel like any artwork would necessarily fit in well because it might just bring the tone down or I don't, I don't know, it, it might backfire in a way depending on how your readers look at it. You can always save the artwork to be extra content for your readers later. Like if you have an author newsletter and you and you publish your book, you can always email your readers and just be like, hey, look at this cool extra content that's just for you guys. Yay. It, people love that stuff. So it doesn't always have to be with your book. It can just be a companion to your book. Well, we have talked about if you did, if you're a fantasy writer or sci-fi writer or anything like that, where you may create a world book, that could be something you could put out as a companion book. So throwing in extra content such as pictures would be perfect for that. Or if you have all the character profiles and you can have the characters picture in there oh I could totally see that in like a police procedural or a mystery one where it looks like a like an FBI file with a little paper clip and the image sorry yep, I thought of that <laughs> completely <laughs> off topic but no I, I think the main part of this episode is to say don't dismiss it instantly we're definitely moving towards pictures in some way so maybe some of you heard our title and thought should you add pictures to your books and thought no why would we do that I hope that this episode shows that it might be something you should think about just to add a little bit of flair to it or to just to I don't know something that that kind of reminds you I mean we've we've given you examples like like To Kill a Kingdom, Song of the Dryad, The Warrior series, Roald Dahl's books I mean some of these books I haven't read for ages I'm still remembering them I can still remember some of the scenes if someone said well what what, do the, what are the scenes of I could tell you what those scenes look like I can remind you about the roly-poly bird sitting on top of the roof in the Twits book because I remember that so vividly. And that's been years since I read The Twin. So yeah, I think pictures are something you should consider. You know, whether you decide to or not is another matter, but I wouldn't just dismiss it as being it's only for kids' books or it's only for like younger books. It can be for anything. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, it's certainly an extra step. And if you're not an artist, then it's extra money. Let's be honest. But uh, it can really add a lot. And it's a fun process too. Not that I've ever done it, but I assume it's a fun process. It's if you pay somebody else to do it. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay, with that said, I, I think we'll turn it over to you. Do you add pictures to, to your books? Or do you think you might consider it now? If so, where would you place them? We'd love to chat about it. So tell us your answers in the comments below. If you want more of the podcast be sure to follow us on podbean youtube or wherever you listen to your podcast we are everywhere and for as little as one dollar a month you can join us on patreon at patreon.com forward slash the merit podcast for bonus content it helps to keep our show going so we really do appreciate the support in the meantime tune in every wednesday for a new episode of the merit podcast where we ask all the right questions thanks for listening bye bye this podcast is brought to you by shiny objects we're easily distracted the music titled inspired is by kevin mcleod licensed under creative commons 4.0 